In the final days, the Silmarils will be gathered together from the earth, from the sky, and from the waters. did we sleep for may I ask well you slept you were first one to sleep so did I get my full like six seven hours or whatever it was oh yes 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 yes. I would have got all of my points in after that anyway oh yes yes oh yeah I I don't know if I ever really calculated that it wasn't it was just a normal uh, a normal eight hour rest eight hour sleep how do I get my HP back yeah apparently for me yeah apparently for me for three three hours Yes. I get 49 points back, so... Ow! Wait, wait... It's so on my character sheet! If you don't believe me, go No, on no, that's, that's amazing. Is it 49, po- 49 hit health back? No, not 49 health, 12 health. Oh, okay. okay. No, this is my PP. Oh, Can't... power point, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, it's power point. Yeah, if, if you look at my character sheet on the actual website itself... Oh, for 8 hours sleep, yeah, that'd be about right, yeah. Yeah, yeah three, 3 hours Damn, sleep. So. 49 points. Damn, son. <laughs> but it's if, okay. if, if, if you was, had that, bro. Yeah, if it was <laughs> HP related, then I would have only got 12 back for three hours, so. No, yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's fine. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, interrupted your. That's all right. So, you're back in Camp Aragon. You have had your, um, your full night's rest. Everybody seems to be back to normal. Zeddy, I tell you, get your your power points back for whatever you get for an eight hour sleep. That's what I'm calculating. <laughs> I tell you, I, I'd be surprised if you get everything back, but there you go. Well, not the power points you've got. So technically, yeah. I did anyway. So it'll be close. I imagine it'll be close. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sitting calculating them out. Okay. Um, in that time, Zabi had a short dream, and Estelle had a very vivid, vivid dream, which. Uh, I I had short dreams of two subjects that I argued, yes yes so, yes yes, yes, yes um, I, I've got it here. I everybody know. else kind of slept. The night was night was very uneventful. Um, yeah, wake up to the sound of 
the the basic commotion of what's going on in Camp Aragon, you know, all the troops moving backwards and forwards, horses being moved backwards, moved in and out, and it reminds you of uh, what it was. Uh, it's just a familiar sound that comes back to you from from just a few days ago. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I think if I remember correctly, I decided to sleep outside of the like area of the camp. If I remember correctly. Yeah, so. you slept outside in on the perimeter wall. Yeah. Okay, so for uh, for Theo and for Dillardust and for Estelle. And for all we. Uh, and Gideon. No, Gideon's separate. No, Gideon's he's in, in, the, uh, he's in a medical tent. Yeah. He's in a maternity ward. Oh, yeah. yeah, in a maternity ward. <coughs> he's in a maternity tent. He was injured. Um, a, um, the person you were speaking to, the person you were trying to get or require some um, armor for, <laughs> Estelle and uh, Dylan Trust. Yes. Uh, he, approaches, <laughs> he, approaches the, he approaches the tent. Um, stops for a second and uh, not noticing anybody's actually moving or awake or anything like that he, uh, he stands outside one of the tents in the close proximity of all three of them near a, a very burned out charred um, campfire now and uh, is, 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 uh, is anybody awake? Okay, I want to do a stealth uh, well I want to stealth I'm stealth inside a tent I kind of want to, because I haven't used my stealth in a freaking while. I'm going to stealth inside a tent. Right. No, I think like, in the morning. Is it, would it be, okay, hold on, hold on. Would it be stealth or a kind of subterfuge mechanics, like where you have oh. a fake thing in your bed, like you've stuffed your bed with pillows kind of thing? Um, uh, that's a subterfuge mechanic. Okay. Is, is that? I would like to do that so that I can, like... Tap him on the kind of shoulder from behind and say, "Did you get what I asked for?" So would that be subterfuge stealth? Or he hasn't entered the tent. Yeah, he's sort of still outside the tent. Oh, okay, so it would be still subterfuge. It's a subterfuge stealth. mechanic. It's a similar thing like trap building and and <gasps> that sort of stuff. Yeah. Damn it! I will say because he did say that Theo will also wake up and just go and wash his face and get cleaned up. You know, morning okay. routine. Yeah. <clears throat> the trust has already been up and washed and blah 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 blah. Because he doesn't really need to sleep much. I am five points away from maximum power point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> five <laughs> points! After, no! after all that sleep and rest, still but can't that's get him. Six maximum. hours. I need eight hours. Do I just. <laughs> Shall I divide? No, no, no that's be a full. Because you already had the full eight hours. Yes. But she needs more than eight hours to actually get. I all need of her nine magic. hours. She needs nine hours. Nice. <laughs> you're lazy. Well, yes. I mean, she can stay in bed an extra hour if she wishes to. Should I? No. That's up to you, lazy bones. I could rest for an. Oh no. This is this as Estelle's character progresses. You will notice this. You'll notice that Estelle's going to need a little bit more rest than everybody else. It starts off just minor as you move from level ten, but as you start moving towards level fifteen, level twenty. It'll start becoming more and more It works obvious. out. She likes to stay until noon. Estelle <laughs> <laughs> gets tired that very only easily. Tells. And yeah. How dare she? <laughs> <laughs> and Estelle's uh, going to need a little bit more rest than everybody else in everything she does. So, and all that kind of thing. Um, so, no, you get eight hours, eight hours rest, yes. Um, God damn it. <clears throat> this is a... Uh, 
uh, the, the guy he's, he's watching everybody move backwards and forwards the, the flapping of tent openings just like you know being thrown back as uh, as he's uh, and exit and enter the tent for various different um, um, you know I'm items I'm just going to walk towards him okay um, so I've kind of like been up and washed and all the rest so I will walk up to him and say ah it's sorry what was your name again he didn't <laughs> give his name no that's what Dylan tries to say oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he doesn't respond. He doesn't like, like doesn't actually tell you his name. Um, he just says, uh, uh, um, looking around. Which one of you is Olwy? Um, is Olwy within my line of sight? Partly. Okay. You know the proximity. Um, you know where she's at. Just I point and see. Can't see her face, but you can see her. She's over there. Uh, I, I've got a message for Miss Alwee. She's over there. Yeah, that's we shouting. He's just shouting in the general direction. He's not going to enter the tents. <sighs> I walk over. Pro- protocol I, I, I has forbidden him from entering a tent that's been assigned to you until he's invited. Okay, I sigh and head over to the tent where Alwee and possibly uh, a seller at, and just say, Alwee, Alwee. Always looks over. This guy's been looking for you, or is looking for you. Has a message for you. She gets up, um, moves to the entrance, steps outside. And she's, uh, what's the message? Uh, Master Gideon, uh, wishes to speak with you. Uh, I'll show you where he's at. The guy, the guard, and um, all we both leave and make the way back towards the medical tent. Okay. Um, I don't know whether I should or not, but I slightly just tilt my head towards the um, opening of the tent to see if Estelle is moving. Where is she? Ah. Uh. She moved back in the same position really quickly. <laughs> Very reluctantly, she's like, I don't want to get up yet. Um, tossing and turning, trying to, like, nope. No, um. no it was just like, I really, like, like she was probably peeking from that talk and then all we leaving and, and like, if I someone pops in, she shut the sheets over. Gone back to bed. He doesn't, like, oh. pop in because he doesn't know what state Estelle is in. She could be in this, a state of undress. Yeah. And he doesn't, doesn't want to see that. So he just kind of merely... Yeah, he looks through the flaps to see if he can see any movement. He's not literally like sticking his head right okay. through. It's like, like how you like it's like how you see through um a half closed curtain window. It's like you just partly look through. You don't yeah, stick speaking. your full head. Okay. He's not sticking his head in. <laughs> he knows he knows better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so any movement from Estelle? That doesn't appear. A little bit, and then stopped. A little, a little bit, then stopped, and it's like ah, oh, that's it. She's, she's effectively gone back to bed. <clears throat> I just uh, Dylan tries to just cut, 
Estelle, I'm going to go find that person that we asked the thing for. No response. <laughs> God. <clears throat> and, and make sure that the bed, uh, the bed bugs aren't biting your uh, feet. I saw some really weird things earlier. Now walk away. Okay. Theo, you, uh, you've uh, got yourself washed and cleaned. Cool, I go to start putting my, my armor on. So put your, start putting your armor together. Mm-hmm. Um, start squeezing into it. It's, it takes a little it's bit gonna be, It's going to be a bit more rougher than usual. Though, yeah, right? it's going to be a bit rougher. It's going to be a bit more bulky. It's going to be a little bit, little bit more encumbersome, like for twisting and turning and bending down. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a bit bit harsher on you, but, you know, nevertheless, you it's did take time. It's not as bad as it may seem. I'm still pretty confident with it. It's just... Oh, yeah. Not what it's, just, it's just... It just feels out of place. It, it feels odd. Gabriel, I've got new clothes on and it's new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit starched. Sad times. All right. Big sads. <laughs> Zabby? Go to Zabby. I've got a jade in the house. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Sorry. Um, you are you waking mm-hmm. again to the sound of uh, the beating of metal on an anvil, mm-hmm. and to the the sound of uh, guards uh, talking and shouting at each other and. And people talking, uh, people discussing various things of the day um, from the so various camps. I'm guessing I ha- I didn't get gathered up by anybody. No, 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 nobody, no, no. Nobody found me or anything. Okay, good. No, no, no. You're pretty up against, tight up against the actual proximity wall, the the outer perimeter wall. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's still a, a good set of defenses mm-hmm. um, around the perimeter. There's various um, like uh, ditches. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Frostbite uh, with me. Yes. 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 He hasn't left you. So he get me warm, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. It was it was a, a particularly cold night. When it wasn't particularly cold night, it's um, it's uh, it's still like late summer. Right. Yeah. So it's not no, freezing I... yet. I haven't got the first of the frost yet. So no negatives or anything like that from no, me? No, 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 no. Just wondering. Okay, so, no, no. like, yeah, for Zabby, like, she slowly wakes It was up. a dry night as well, so that's, that works in your mind. If it had been a, if it had been a thunderstorm, if it had been a wet night or something like that, then yes, you'd be at a disadvantage, but it was mm. a dry night. It was, it was, it was temperate, it was chilly, but it wasn't yeah. freezing. Yeah. So, when morning <coughs> does his, Zabby does, like, a... Really big stretch. Okay. And um, seeing like Frostbite most likely like coaster or cuddled up to her, um, she pets Frostbite saying, Morning, boy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I, I get up and like, mm-hmm. I'm guessing Frostbite does as well, due to me getting up. He stretches. He mm. got you know. He, he stretches his hind legs. He kind of like shakes his fur around a bit. You know, what I mean, shakes some of the dust off. 
uh, <laughs> twists and gives a big yawn. <clears throat> yeah, that lowers his head um, and looks at you and um, you can tell his ears are twitching as he hears the sound of uh, all the camp happening around him and behind him. I reassure him that th- things are okay and say to him, let's head back to where the others are, okay? Okay, you yeah. make your way back. Yeah, with frostbite, so heading... Estelle! Yep! You had the conversation say that, that this, this guard... Um, the soldier has uh, escorted all the way back to um, Gideon's uh, recuperation tent. You stayed in bed? Uh, no, I'm <coughs> gonna get up. <laughs> Alright, reluctantly you do drag yourself out of the bed. I wanna peep at that. <laughs> What? I want to find that turn again and listen in if possible. Or just wait for all we outside. Alright, okay. Um, you, uh, you, you just see, you reluctantly drag yourself out of the bed. It's a very low bed. It's uh, just a very campaign cabin bunk. It's uh, set out on the ground. Um, only about six inches or so. Um, when you're actually laid in it because of the, like, you know, the. The, the, you know, you actually laid in the way, extra weight of you brings you down to about two or three inches off the actual floor itself. Um, yeah. Off, yeah, so it's pretty low to the ground. Yeah. <clears throat> you make your way over to uh, the... the Patting myself so I'm not bedheaded. Yeah, you're kind of like, like pulling pulling into your hair and trying to straighten it. and. Um, you make your way to the... Uh, to the medical tent. It's not too far away. It's uh, about 100 yards or so. Again, same response, more or less, from similar uh, soldiers as you go past. <laughs> yeah, just, just the, 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 the silent kind of like conversations have fallen silent where everybody's kind of looking at you, wondering what are you doing here? Um, and more importantly, where are you going? To the tent, where always going to be probably. Okay. Um, you see the 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 guy where Giddy went in. It was probably the same tent. So I'm hey. going that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's 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 it, 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 it's a it's a large it's a moderately large medical tent kind of thing. It houses more than one more than one patient. Um, the guard is uh, stood outside. Uh, you can't see Olby. You assume Olby's gone inside. Just gone on. See if I can around hear up. them. <laughs> ah, you can loiter around. I don't outside. really want to be close to the guard. I want to be to the side. And oh, okay, in. right. So, yeah. yes, you, you, again, you try to listen. The, the noise of the camp is blurring it out. Whatever they're talking, they seem to be talking. They, you assume they're talking quietly, either whispering or they're talking very quietly, which kind of makes sense. It is uh, a recuperation tent. There's supposed to be peace and quiet in there. It's supposed to be, you know, even the, the the physicians and the and the healers talk in hushed tones. Um, and when people do go and visit, you know, the sick and injured, they don't go in screaming, yelling, bawling. Um, so whatever conversations taking place between Olwy and Gideon. Um, it's between Olwy and Gideon. I'll wait outside the tent. You wait outside the tent. Dildras. <laughs> no, you just wait outside the tent. <laughs> God damn it. 
all all of makes sense, especially your work. Lotus, you um you gone off to try and find the um the acquirer of equipment that you spoke to yesterday. Yep. <clears throat> it doesn't take you long. Um, uh, I was actually going to ask, do you need me to roll anything on that front? No, no. You said it doesn't take me long, so I'm going to go with that. It doesn't take you long, it doesn't take you long. It's like, it's like there's this big camp, it's a huge camp, and there's lots of people in this camp, but they seem to be occupying various areas of the camp. And it's not, it's, it, it's not normal for, for people who, like the stable hands would be near the stables. Mm-hmm. You know, the weaponsmiths would be around the forges. So it's more and, just common sense of... Yeah, like that's each it. Each person is strictly it's kind in of like a particular... It, they hang around that particular area, even, yeah. even inside a quite large camp. Um, so it didn't take long to find the guy you spoke to yesterday. Um, when I see him... Actually, there's something that I kind of want to ask Zelly as well. Uh, did we get that person's name? No. Nope. That we spoke to. Okay. You can get anybody's name. <laughs> um, that's, that's an issue. <laughs> um, so I approach him and I say to him, good morning. He looks up to you and goes, uh, 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 I. I. Um, is the equipment that I and my friend asked for ready yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, may I see it? Um, he puts his hammer down. You just realise he's now been, he's been riveting again. We do have his name. I do have his name. Willis. His name? Willis. 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 Okay. Um, um, he puts his hammer down and he... Oh, I think goes, he's Willis. I don't know. One guy is called Willis from us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we're He's going with the, the name shirt Willis. For the morning, so I'm assuming it's him. Okay, <laughs> we're going with the name Willis here. <laughs> Call everybody Willis, so you get it right. <laughs> Eventually, get it right. Um, I might be the guy he talked to was Willis because I was listening to his conversation. Oh dear God! <laughs> the style's amazing. I know, right? Right. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh. Yeah. Anyways, is it? Yeah. Uh. I got it back here. Disappears for a couple of minutes. He comes back and he drops this churn shirt on the on the countertop there. Okay. Um, now my question to the GM: Will I be able to lift this on my own? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not it's just a churn shirt. It's not a full um, garment kind of. I say to well, I thank him. I say thank you, uh, Kane, sir. Um, don't think me rude, but. I didn't happen to catch your name. <laughs> what was it again? He looks at you. Ain't Willis. Yeah, ain't <laughs> Willis, no. Yeah, he looks at you, kind of like he waits for a couple of seconds, spits on the floor. Yeah. It's just you can, you can call me just the Mr. Mr. Fixer. Mr. Fixer. Okay. Mr. Fixer. Goes back to riveting again. Um, I'm sure that my companion will um, be very thankful for uh, the chain shirt. 
And thank you so much for fixing it up so quickly. He, he doesn't take his eye off his riveting. He's still hammering, just raises a hand and just like as if to say, yeah, bye-bye. Okay, after that, I pick up the shirt and just leave. Okay. Take it to uh, simple chairmail shirt. Hi, and now I'm going in search of um, a certain somebody. All right. Theo. Yes. Are you washed? You're cleaned? Various people have come and gone. Cool. And I'm dressed in armor. You are dressed. Your armor. It still feels a little chafing. It's like That's fine, yeah, you're yeah. kind of like wiggling yourself side to side to try and like settle it into place. Yeah, it's later on. Um, it's, yeah. While I'm in the tent, I'm obviously alone because no one else is here. I'm going to pull out the big eight foot map or three foot pipe, whatever it is. Oh God! Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, you drag out your. It's eight foot by three foot. Map. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for my drive stick to catch up with me. Come on! Oh, there we go. Come on. Uh, there we go. Oh. Oh. There we go. As I said, this is an eight foot by three foot scrolled up map. It's it's old. It, it's 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 but it's it's like two maps yep. in one. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. But again, it, it, you can tell how it's been worked on. It's been worked on meticulously. Um, why anybody would require this is uh, not really certain of. Um, it's it's a artistic masterpiece, um, and it's been paid for. It's been, obviously, you know, it's uh, something that's been paid up front for, or paid for in completion because you've taken their pouch of money. I have. Yep. Okay. Um, I have a little bit of time just to through this. Yeah, you, you sit down, you can ponder through it. I'm going to get some alcohol, so I'll go get my jug out. Okay. Get some alcohol. <clears throat> Estelle. Yes. I'm waiting. As you're waiting, you... Uh, there's a, a guard seems to be walking towards the tent. Um, intentionally walking towards the tent. Mm-hmm. Sees you and points. Behind him, you can see four dwarves. The most unusually strange looking dwarves you have ever seen in your life, if you've ever seen dwarves. <coughs> One who's got a purple mohawk <laughs> and is carrying a huge battle axe. Wait, wait, wait. This is probably important, so I want to note this. <laughs> he's got a purple-haired mohawk, and he's got a huge battle axe. Then you see another one, slightly smaller, with plaited ginger hair. Look like little pigtails hanging down from the sides of his... So coming out from the side of his helmet. The helmet has got two horns on it. One of them's broken off completely. 
is also wearing some very peculiar mismatched pieces of armour. Like it's been scavenged and just cobbled together on him. The third one has got white curly hair and a grey beard. He's carrying a kettle. And there's a distinct, there's a distinct smell of mixed herbs coming your way from this particular um, dwarf. And then you see the fourth one. The fourth one has short black hair. But the one thing that catches you is he's got an eye patch. And he's got a bright red beret as a hat. They seem to be making their way towards you. Oh no, go away. I just <laughs> pretend I'm not looking at them. <laughs> Zabby. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. You uh, have made your way back to the entrance of the camp. Oh, I. Yes, there's a lot of carts going backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of supplies being dropped off, crates, barrels. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see that there is. Uh, a bit of a discussion taking place on the right-hand side. There is a young officer there with a slate. And he is uh, talking to his superior with regards to the transportation of individuals that are taking place today. Oh? Hmm. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You get a little bit closer, and as you get closer, you realise that there is indeed a transference of some individuals mm-hmm. or some people taking place today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, who or what do I see? Oh, you see, you see um, an officer um, who seems to be like um, a patrols organizer. You know, he, he has a ledger expl- telling him uh, his departures and arrivals of various right. patrols. Um, and he's talking to his superior officers, but they're not, sir. They're not on the list. Huh? The superior officer is saying, "I know they're not on the list, but you need to add four more to it." Four more? What? Yeah, you need to add four more individuals to his list. Um. I guess I go over and ask, saying, um, may I ask what's going on? Oh, it's nothing to worry about, miss. Um, it's just, we just need to double check that our arrivals and departures, like, um, are correct, just in case we have any, um, uh, delays or any like um, overdues on arrivals or people might have gone missing. Um, you, I, I know that was this was kind of rude of me, but I overheard saying four more individuals. Four more individuals just came. Oh, it happens from time to time. Sometimes we have to like add extra um, uh, tallies onto the onto the the departures or the arrivals. 
Um, it's short notice. Um, nothing to worry about. Just a few people um, look as if they'll be leaving today, probably travelling back to um, Minas Tirith. Uh, I'd just like to get this information off as soon as possible because I need to notify the sergeant at the uh, crossroads. Right. Um, so he can verify his arrivals. You know, make the right, no, right, right uh, requirements, you know, like um, overnight stays, make sure that uh, there's plenty of provisions on arrival, horses, uh, replacement, you know, replacement transport if needed, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it just, last time, you know, um, we've had an incident about a month ago where we sent, we didn't send the correct number and um, they weren't re- like prepared for uh, such a platoon arrival. Um, I just need to add a few more to it. Right. Do you, do you do you have any information on these four individuals? Who are they? Uh just says four individuals, miss. Just it. So- okay. It doesn't um, give me any. So like any specifics about uh, whom, whom they might be uh, it's not my job to ask I just make sure that there's uh, the, these figures get get sent on ahead ready for uh, for arrivals right okay um... oh jeez um Oh, Um. How many do you think are? How many do you think are expecting to arrive, or have you already had that? Are you just oh, uh, uh, arrivals officer. He he he'll have the tally for that. Um. Um. I'll have the. I've got the departures board here. Okay. Um. And from that, we can tell how many people are. Um, arriving at the camp, I mean, leaving from the camp. It it goes in the journal. Okay. Um. Can you direct me where the um your arrivals arrivals officer is? Uh, he he should be around here somewhere. Um. Yeah. Uh, he he might be in um in probably the daily briefing. They have a, a morning briefing. Uh. That, Whereabouts uh, would that be? He points over to a small, uh, like, makeshift wooden shack kind of thing. It's got a small uh, opening for a window on it and a door that seems to be hanging off just by one hinge. Okay. It's very lopsided. It's not built straight. Was that always like that? That's... But it, 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 we make, make do with what we've got. Um, it's still standing, so that's a bonus. <laughs> right. Um, so you're departing, officer. I'm departures. Yes, ma'am. I'm departures. I've got to just make sure that the people who are leaving, I need to notify uh, the sergeant at the crossroads um, with approximate size and departure time. And then um, he'll get that information by messenger. Okay. And uh, he'll make preparations for approximate time of arrival, uh, you know, accommodation, um, that sort of stuff, so resupplying, or if there's any special circumstances. Okay. Um, do you know what time, roughly, you guys will be planning to departure? Uh, 
it's usually early in the morning. Um, right. I guess it's going to be probably within the next hour or so. Okay. Sorry, just coming away from computer, getting pencil. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. So. Roughly departures usually, yeah, you usually like these, like to stagger the departures from uh, from just after lunch to just uh, just be, just after breakfast to just before lunch. Mm-hmm. Usually about an hour apart. Okay. So, so roughly an hour from now, yeah. Uh, approximately an hour, let's give or take. Um, weather looks fine. Maybe maybe be you know good idea to hit the road early. Okay. Um. Can I have your name? If that's okay. Uh, I my my name is uh Flix. Flix. Okay. Yeah, Flix. Departure officer. Yeah. Officer. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I got that. I got that. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, anyway, um, thank you very much, Officer Flex. Um, hopefully, to see you around, maybe departure-wise, maybe. Or if you're departing today, then you most certainly will. All right. Um, so, where was it again? The arrival? Just. Across oh, small shed there? just across the way there. Yeah, small shed. Yeah, okay. wonky building, loose door. You can't miss it. Small shed. <clears throat> I'm just call- I'm just gonna call it a tilted building. It's easier. Yeah, it's literally just a shed. It's like yeah. it looks like it's been hit by the summit. rammed into the side of it at some point. It's now at okay. like a thirty degree angle. And that's where I will find the arrival officer. Okay. Arrivals officer will be in there, yes. The pro- they usually have a briefing tallying up how many people how many arriving, how many people are leaving, any special yeah, circumstances, yeah, 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 yeah. that sort of thing. You know, okay. Thank you very time. much. Thank you very much. And me and Foster uh, head that direction. Very welcome, very welcome. He goes back to just like uh, making sure he goes back turns to to a couple of colleagues who are um look like they're putting some cargo onto uh mm-hmm. crates and things onto onto wagons what and just type, what type of cargo? <laughs> is it supplies? Is it just weaponry? It it's strange. It looks like it's rocks. So, um, like maybe ore. Then. Yeah, okay. mine material looks like ore, rocks, um, various like uh, crates of just um, you know, various substances. <coughs> you know what I mean? Material stuff. Okay. Rocks. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like rock. It just looks like yeah, ore, look, like, like iron okay, ore kind so, of stuff. Yeah. So it's material supplies slash. Yeah, rocks, it looks like okay. mining stuff. Yeah, coal yeah. maybe. You know, it just looks like looks like okay. rocks. Okay. Um, I'm heading towards where I was directed. So. Okay. Going to find the arrivals officer. Okay. Theo, you're still looking over your map, taking in as yeah, much detail I mean, I've as you can. Yeah, I've got a few of the other pieces of paper as well, trying to locate. Okay. Because this, ah, this is okay. a map I've not of the world that I don't recognise. This is way before map that I know of. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to see where these old pieces of names sort of link up into this map. Yeah, it's it's one map superimposed over another map, so it's like it's it's like yeah, a so it's like an old old time map, world world time map. So it's like what yeah. was is now what is. Yeah, I figured that. What out. is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it's good. Yeah, it'll take you some uh, some time to look through it, but there is some there's some identifiable identifiable landmarks on there and various landmasses and things like that, as well as locations. Um, like I say, you're you're looking over this. It's, it's nicely drawn. It's well coloured. They've spent an awful lot of money, an awful lot of ink, putting this map together. Not to mention the the, the single piece of parchment that's been. Uh, it's very expensive. Yeah, you know what? I'll probably roll it back up now. Actually, I think I've looked at it enough that I okay. understand what it's for. But I can't be bothered to read it. <laughs> Alright, okay. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna roll it back up. <clears throat> you roll it back up. Um, get back where it was. Tight, it'll draw string. Yeah, you tighten it. Uh, put it back into your bag. It doesn't quite fit in your bag, but you ram well, it in as much as you It's one of those. Um, it will yeah, it's like a roll of news, like a roll of wallpaper. You just kind of like make it fit. Um, you cram it in there. Gently, it looks like it. Yeah, don't don't bend it or fold it over. Like, <laughs> don't don't damage it. Um, Let's cut it in half. Yeah, it is quite expensive. Um, anything else you want to do for that? Um, no, I'm just going to pack my bags, get myself ready. Right, you, go your, you go over your, your belongings, your inventory. <coughs> That's you. Pack it all. <laughs> pack it over. As soon as I've got all my stuff ready in that, uh, even if I don't see anyone <laughs> by that time, I'm going to head over to the my horse as well and get that ready. Okay. Make your way over to your. See, you go through all your inventory, really packed away. It's all neat and tidy, and everything's all accounted for. Um, you're looking around your tent for anything that might have overlooked, anything that might be missing, um, and you make your way over to the horses and to the wagon. Um, see, everything's in order. You can see the horses have been well fed. Looks like they've been groomed well. Um, the the wagon itself has been swept out. Yep, so I just um, um, start prepping my horse ready for my bag and I have to get ready and go. Yep. Um, there's a couple of people moving around, but nobody seems to make any approaches to the to the wagon itself. They seem to have their own uh, agendas uh, and duties to take <clears throat> care of. Estelle. Yeah. There's, there's a dwarf. Comes... Walking like doesn't run up to you, doesn't walk up to you. Still looking at this strange-looking dwarf. He's kind of like got a blue-purple mohawk, and he comes up to you. Blue-purple Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and uh, comes up. He says, "So where is he? Hmm? Where is he? Where's who? Didion." Why are you asking me? That guy over there says you went out on a patrol with Gideon. Okay. Well, can you wait in line? Because I'm literally waiting to see what's going on in the tent. So don't bother me, please. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Dwarf turns around. She just told me to wait here. The one, the one with the, the one with the little little ginger pigtails kind of thing with the broken hat and the with the no the, the broken horn on his hat. Turns and says, uh, "Oh, might, might I don't know? Might be, might be serious. Maybe we should do what she says. She's bigger than us." 
After all, we don't know all the facts. We could be walking into an ambush. And the one with the, the curly white hair says, Oh, stop being so paranoid. We'll sit down here. Does anybody want a cup of tea? <laughs> can I, can I, uh, I'm just going to put my face on my, put my face on my, put my hand on my <laughs> face. Hand, face palm. I'm going to put my face just, on my just, hand. Just say it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's face palm. Yeah. Does anybody want it? Anybody want it? It's not like a. But it's like. Yeah, I know. That's face It looks like the oldest one. Again, he's not wearing any armor or anything else. He's got curly white hair. Very old. And he's got a white beard and he's smiling. Uh, And he's smiling as he's looking at you. He says, Does anybody want a cup of tea? Face in hand. And the guy with the, uh, the, the dwarf, the dwarf with the uh, with the eye patch and the red. This is a really bright red beret. You see, he's got a bow over his back. Comes and says, "Right, stand aside, stand aside. Let's see what we've got here. Let me eye the situation." So this is the one that's been out with Gideon. Are you sure? The one with the Mohawk says, that's what that guy says over there. I'm just going off what he said. Would anybody like a cup of tea? Make a cup of tea. I can make a fresh cup of tea. Oh, let's just calm down. We don't know all the facts. After all, she might have nothing to do with it. Oh, my God. What is your business with who you're looking for? The guy with the mohawk turns around. Our business. Our business. Yes. <laughs> she wants to know our business. <laughs> Look, just calm down. We'll have a nice cup of tea and we can have a little chat about it. business I tell you what our business is our business is with Gideon Gideon's our leader <laughs> and <laughs> and that's it well the last thing we heard is he went gallivanting off with somebody not mentioning any names we don't know her name. We've only just met her. She might have nothing to do with it. Are you sure you don't want a cup of tea? I can make a nice fresh cup of tea. Let me have a look at him. He <laughs> <laughs> went gallivanting off with, and that guy says, You. And now he's ended up in the medical tent. What happened? (laughs) (coughs) And besides, why is he not... We have a right to see him. He's our officer. Then go ask for him. Don't ask me. I'm not staff of this place. I'm merely waiting here for my colleague, okay? 
Sounds good okay, to thanks. me. Good. that you kind of pushes past you the guy with the like the blue purple mohawk <clears throat> the big black locks pushes past you and says let me see you and you can hear kerfuffle taking on taking place inside uh, you can hear Ollie's voice you can hear a little bit of Gideon's voice you can hear various other people's voices and this dwarf's voice talking about what happened and why did you not let him know and do you know how much danger you put us all in the one with the the dwarf with the the gingery pigtails and the missing horn on his helmet looks around. He says, very very nervously, looks around. He says, "Oh, this is not going to go well. I, he'll never get any sleep tonight." I stay there like an innocent little girl. <laughs> the old one, the old one with the white curly hair and the white beard, sticks his face towards the tent. Said, "Ask him if he wants a cup of tea." <laughs> the one with the eye patch and the bright red beret with the bow strapped to his ha- back is looking around can't wait to get out of here let's just deck Gideon let's go did you just say deck let's just tech let's just tech let's just tech Gideon and let's just get out of here <laughs> my word It's a little bit more of a kerfuffle, a little bit of arguing, a lot of shouting, and then the one with the warhawk comes back. Well, he's in there. I've seen him worse. And the one with the white curly hair and the white beard says, he doesn't want a cup of tea then. Tell him, I'll make him a real good cup of tea. He'll be up on his feet in no time. The one with the ginger pigtails. <laughs> he doesn't want a cup of tea. He just wants to get out of here. We've been here for too long. Come on, let's just go. I've put our names down on the departure. Colby comes out the tent. It's Estelle, what? Where, where do these dwarves come from? I have no idea. Don't ask me. They wanted to, they were asking if they could take Gideon. No. Yeah, they apparently they, they did some recon work together. And now he's 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 not feeling so good, and they want to take him away. Uh, and anything else? Just, uh, well, there there is something, but we'll we can talk about that later. Okay. <clears throat> that uh, is fine. Uh, there was an officer in there. He said he's booked us on the uh, departures for today. Right. Yeah, that's, that's 
I believe that should be fine where we were supposed to be leaving anyway. Yeah. Um, better get everybody together. Yeah. We've been um, grouped up with four other individuals. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like I know where this is going. Can they not? Can we go on? Can we go on the next day now? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, it's it's already been it's already been like arranged. Um, we're Fudge all sticks. leaving the same time. It's, it's the, the only slot we can get in uh, oh. for safe patrol. That's fine. Fine and dandy. In front of you, you can see that, that there's four dwarves. The most unusual type dwarves. Oh, yeah. Um, the one with the purple and blue mohawk and the big battle axe seems to be very boisterous. Wanting to take charge and clatter heads together and uh, is all in favour of launching a full-scale raid on the medical tent. Abducting Gideon and just making a race back to Manister. Um, the one with the ginger pigtails and the broken uh, horn on his helmet is uh, telling me it's a bad idea and that uh, we should uh, wait for the allotted time in order to depart um, so it'll be safer for everybody to travel back to Minas Tirith. Um He's reminding everybody also of all the dangers that lurk between Camp Aragorn and the crossword and the crossroads, and the one thousand and one ways a person can die on the way back. Wow! The oldest one, the one with the grey curly hair and the very long white beard, doesn't appear to be any wearing any armor at all, but has lots of pouches hanging around him. There's a definite scent of mixed spices coming from him wherever he's standing. Holding a kettle. Uh, loves making tea. And uh, his offering everybody uh, in the vicinity uh, a cup of tea to help them <laughs> relax and to prepare them for the departure. Um, it'll make the time pass quickly, is his best excuse, amongst many others. The one with the bright red beret and the eye patch with the bow over his shoulder is uh, putting forward the idea that maybe he should depart earlier and scout the path ahead. Make sure we're not being followed. Which makes no sense to you, but makes perfect sense to him. Oh, no. Still in trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shook my head. You have your armor. Yes. <clears throat> and I told you what I was doing with it. Uh, oh, God. Looking for that particular individual. Me? Oh, yes, why? Yes. <laughs> this is the armor that I discovered. That yeah. is the exact same thing I said to him, Jade. So don't worry, you're not alone there. Mm. 
Well, I'm going to keep watching videos. Thank you very much. Bye. Well done. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you set off. Okay. He hasn't gone far. No, 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 I know. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for him in particular. Alright, okay, you set off back to the camp site. <clears throat> um, it's pretty well abandoned now. Everybody seems to have either departed and got off and done their own things, or there doesn't seem to be few people much, around. Is there much commotion in like going on between the not really about a hundred about a hundred feet hundred two hundred feet away you can see a stell surrounded by very small people hmm now either they're letting children into the battlefield or those are dwarves <laughs> I think I think <laughs> Dylan trusts his inner monologue there um, okay now, either those are children, or they've started letting children onto the battlefield, or those are dwarves. Hmm. Possibly. Guess Estelle's got some splaining to do. Hmm. Um, I then kind of start looking for Theo. Alright, you say he's not too far away. He's uh, off by the wagon and the horses that you arrived here on. Mm-hmm. Um, um, seems to be just like. Uh, loading some various his supplies and his items and things like that into the back of the into the back of the wagon. Okay, okay. Uh, Theo, mm-hmm. I have something for you. Um, I walk over to him and give him the chained shirt. Okay. And say uh, it's not much, but. I feel as if it could possibly replace what you have currently lost. Okay. I uh, don't trust hands you a very yeah. drab iron chair uh, shirt. Yeah, cheers, Dylan Jazz. And I'd, I'd put it in the back of the wagon. Also, what's the deal with these dwarves over by Estelle? I don't know and don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't know and don't care. They're not my problem, so I don't have to care. Ah. Uh. Hmm. Wanna watch them. They can be tricky by nature. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be getting ready to go, so if you guys wanna travel with me, you're more welcome to. If not, I will meet you back in my interior. You can let the rest of them know. Will do. Um, no idea where Zabby is, though. Apparently missing in action. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Zabby? That's it. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Bye. I was just going to no? say, I head over towards Estelle to let her know as well. Alright, okay, you make your way towards Estelle. Zabby. Hello, I'm alive, yes. Yes, you are at the slanty building shed with mm-hmm. the wonky door. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hear that there's uh, at least two people inside. They seem to be moving things around, talking the occasional word. I, If Frostbite would let me, I'll get on top of him to peek over the window. and The window's more, it literally is, there's no glass in the window. It's just literally just a hall kind of thing, a square hall. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just... How high is it? That's what I was curious oh, about. Oh, it's, um... 
Yeah, it's because quite high. Because it's got to be human height, right? Yeah, it's quite high. It's quite high. Yeah, that's why I got on top of frostbite so he could perk me up. Yeah, you can see and inside this, this just... hall thing, this window kind of thing. It's not really, doesn't serve as any way whatsoever of a, mm. of a window. It's just really for whoever's on the inside to be able to see who's outside, yeah. like at the door. That's pretty much it. So, yeah, I I climb on top of Rossbite to get up to human height, as I call it. <laughs> yeah, normal height. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and then just knock on the wood saying, hello? Um... The door half opens. He says, yep. Uh, and he looks down at the frostbite. Stops for a second, then looks back at you and says, uh, can I help you? Um, yes. Are you the arrivals officer? Because I yeah. Because I overheard a conversation from from a departing officer that there have been four individuals. Individuals departing? I don't know. They just apparently came in or something like that. Just weird schedule. Mm, he looks down. He says, uh, he looks down again. It is kind of like tablet slate thing. <laughs> it's like, I don't have any arrivals. Apparently four individuals just came. In no, something? no. He's looking down. He says, uh, four have been added to departures." Do you know who the four may be? That doesn't really say. It just says four extra individuals. Are you part of this four individuals? Oh no, 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 no! I'm with um, uh, Elven Lady and. An elven, an sort of elven lady, which I think she's elven. Um, Estelle has no names. Okay, no, I came in a group of five. Okay. Um. Well, I can see that you are scheduled for departure within the next hour, and uh, oh. yes, it looks indeed. Yes, it looks as if we've added four additional travelers to your group. Hmm. Okay. Is there any particular reason why, or is just? Oh, just for safety. Hello. Just for safety. Um, there okay. was uh, a report came in of um, some uh, like ra- random orcs, like raids taking place in the area. Uh, orc movement. We just want to be sure that we can get our people through safely. And it's uh, rather than send two groups, two small groups, we'd like to send one moderately, like, medium-sized group. Oh, okay. It's just, I just, it's just, I wasn't too sure if it was four individuals that just arrived. No, no. There might be four individuals that are scheduled for return. Um, or they may have been here for a while, or maybe for like um, for the businesses. Okay. But uh, I don't see any four people arriving or recently arrived in the last twenty-four hours. Okay. I I was just wondering and curious because of what I heard over from. Flicks, the departing officer. Ah, yes, yes. Well, 
Uh, no, sorry. It looks like um, you will be traveling in a slightly larger unit on the way back. I hope uh, that's not uh, not a problem. No, it shouldn't be a problem. As long as they're hopefully quiet, then my little friend here... Well, it doesn't give me old. any details. It just tells me for extra. Okay, okay. I guess I'll have to cope with it. And d- don't worry about my friend here. He's nice. That's that's good to know. Um, yes. so, sorry to that's, bother you. That's um, quite all right. Uh, happy to help. Um, no I, um, I can you show me the oh. direction to the medical tent? Uh, it's just across the way there. Um, just if you go around the back of that of that Smith's there mm-hmm. you can't miss it it's the large white and green tent there on the okay. on the right hand side okay thank you very much and uh, I hopped down um, on Frostbite and yep. I said to Frostbite let's go boy and we kind of like, Deep, as soon as, as soon as like you start just moving yeah. away from the door he closes yeah. the door again um, yeah not surprising um, yeah I tell Frostbite to like like go fa- uh, run quick so yeah yeah okay. so we're heading to the medical tent now <clears throat> okay no still yay oh bye these dwarves are now like in four way conversation rapid fire <laughs> um each one of them has their own unique personality. You've got the gun hole, gun blazing. I want to kill everything. I want to solve the situation with the biggest axe I can get. I've got. Um, I'm trying to be to the side with the OE just to ask, like, like, how is Gideon though? Uh, like after Gideon's, Gideon's fine. Um, we should. Uh, he mentioned something about these. This him. Points over to the one with the battle axe who seems to be doing all the shout and rowdy rowdiness kind of thing. Uh, the, they apparently uh, they it, it's his unit. The the his soldiers. Um, Gideon's asked if we can get them back back to the crossroads safely. Oh. So they'll definitely be going with us on the departure to go to the crossroads. Yeah, he said, like, I don't know an awful... He didn't have time to give me the whole details, but, but from where I can pick up that they've been um, exploring the, the region together. <coughs> um, he says they could be a handful, but... Um, you know, that's no more worse than where we're going. Can't be the babysitting for dwarves. This is. It. I don't think they're going to need babysitting. And she get, looks at looks at one of them who's like uh, the one who's doing all the shouting and yelling. I mean, look at them. Um. Yeah. But don't actually look. Look at them. Maybe they'll stare back. We shouldn't really <laughs> stare at them. <laughs> They can see the personalities coming across more, like as you are now like studying them intently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely the one for the Mohawk who seems to be I'm going to smash everything. Um, there's the Purple one with the smash. with the pigtails kind of thing and the ginger beard, and the 
horned helmet with a broken horn on one side, who seems to be very reserved and paranoid about everything. Um, like the world's out to kill him. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's the old one, who can't work out whether he's just so laid back or just senile. Um, and he just wants to please everybody, but he has this thing about making tea. In fact, he has this thing about cooking altogether. <coughs> and then there's the other one, the red, cherry red beret with the eye patch. Um, and the, the boar on his back. He appears to be possibly at the scout. This is what always kind of relating to you. This at the, at the scout, yeah, he's uh, he didn't mention any names, um, but he says they're uh, they're they're all friends of his, and he wants to see them get back to the crossroads safely. And and Gideon's staying here, yes. Ah, oh, he needs a few more days rest. Uh, we did talk about a couple of things. Do perception roll. Ah! <laughs> I was kind of waiting. <laughs> what? Just uh, perception awareness. Oh, you... No, I'm not gonna... Okay, what was my perception? Perception Percep awareness. Perception. Oh, gosh. My perception. Awareness what? perception. Yeah, awareness perception. Just a perception awareness. Ah, 35 plus 38. Uh, there's something else that she knows, or there's something else that she. You, know, you, you get the feeling that there is most of the conversation, but she's not saying. It yet. Well, she did say she wanted to speak later. She can yeah. speak later about something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we should find the others and deliberate all this, since we need to depart within the hour or so, right? Yeah. 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 yeah depart. The, the timing's kind of crucial-ish. Because of uh, movements along the road, you know, like um, an orc's been orcs been seen in this area, so you should have time to get down the road to the crossroads before um, orcs venture onto the road again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's still early morning, so you want to try and get where you can get to uh, before nightfall. If you do need to camp out overnight, then it's it's better to find a safe place to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's whole planning between... The, the actual moving of troops between camp and location is timed. Um, to For the, the weather and for um, various other... Uh, based on various other parts of Intel. Fair enough. Let's try to find the others. I have no idea. <laughs> Okay. Um, or maybe go back to the our tents and wait there. Okay, right. there was the rest of our stuff, obviously. 
Um, yeah, you make your way back to you. Make your way back to your tents. Always, for, always alongside you. Making your way back to the the tents. Mm-hmm. Zabi. Hello. <laughs> you arrive at the um, medical tent. Mm-hmm. I don't see Estelle or Alwi or anybody else or Dylan Trust or Theo. Um, they just left. Yeah, they just <laughs> left. Um, can I actually check on Gideon? Go and visit Gideon? Um, you make your way into the tent and, um, I guess one of the physicians or healers or clerics or however you want to, like, mm-hmm. one of the medical personnel stops you and says, You can't bring that in here. Oh, right, frostbite, sorry. Um, Sit, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> sorry. Um. And I get off a of frostbite and say, "Frostbite, just wait right here, boy. Okay, be good." Uh, yeah. you st- sorry. Um, I didn't mean to. You know. Can't go bringing wild animals into this place. Oh, he's my companion. It doesn't matter. Why do you? Didn't okay. Uh, uh well, how, how can I help you? Um, is it alright to visit Gideon? Our Gideon's sleeping at the moment. Besides, mm. visiting hours, visiting hours are not until after lunch. What? Not until after what? After lunch. After after noon. Hmm. Visiting hours are at these certain times. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's by request. I just wanted to visit him. Well, if you come back, if you, if you come back after uh, this afternoon, you'll be able to visit him. I don't think I'll have time, unfortunately. Oh, we'll have to wait till tomorrow then. I'm actually departing, apparently, which I found out. Ah. Uh... Well, hopefully, I mean, he's not, uh, ter- he's on the mend, he's not terribly ill, he's not, he's, uh, he's not in life-threatening condition at the moment, he should be up on his feet again in about three or four days. Um, okay, that's I'm sure, good to know. Uh, could I give a name? And um, maybe I could pass on a message? Uh, my name's Zabby. Zabby, right. And um, the message? I just wanted to tell him, hope he gets better soon. I'll be sure to relay that to him. And um, I hope we can meet again. Oh, I'm sure you will. Um, I'll pass that message on to him as soon as he can and he has had his lunch Mm -hmm. and he's on the mend. I'll pass that message on to him. Um, I'm sure it won't be too long. I've seen... Many soldiers come in here, many warriors come in here who've been through a lot worse. Um, he's in good hands. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to speak to him again very, very shortly. Hmm. Well, as long as he's doing all right, then... He's doing marvellous. I did my best to help when he was injured, so... I'm sure you did. He's in good hands now. He's definitely on the mend. But, yeah, just 
basically say to him that Sabdi wanted to say I hope that he feels better soon and hope we can meet again and maybe he could give me tips. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that uh, everything? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, sorry to disturb you for your work. That's quite all right. Um, um question. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard in the departure officer that we that there was four extra that are departing today. It's not uncommon. Um. Many, many soldiers, many... Uh, I, I'm, I'm just curious... We have to send back occasionally. Occasionally we have to return yeah, back I, to... Yeah, I was just Mexico. curious. Do you know who possibly might... Unfortunately, I don't. Um, oh. It's not common knowledge about the identif- identification of officers or soldiers or okay. individuals like yourself. Um... um to be for that information okay. to be passed on ahead, if you know what I mean, it could be very dangerous. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, has Estelle been here recently? Estelle? Yeah, Estelle Faye. I'm not familiar with that name. Um, very tall, el- sort of elven woman. Well, there was an elven lady came in earlier, yes, spoke with Gideon. It was a Gideon's request. Didn't speak very long. Uh, rudely interrupted by a dwarf. Dwarf? Yes, came crashing in here, wanting to know the situation. Asked a lot of questions very quickly. Only got one answer. Get out. <laughs> I, I, is, this ma- is this person male or female by any chance? The dwarf? No, the um, this person that I'm talking to. Or female. Female. Um, I I look up to her and go, good answer. <laughs> yes, after can't all, have, can't after have dwarves all. coming crushing the medical facilities. No, no, of course it's not. not. Good. Patients need their rest and everything, they and concentration do. too. Well. The sooner they get their rest, and the sooner they're allowed to recuperate, the sooner they'll be back on their feet again. Good. Okay. Um. Um. Do you know where they left off to? Do you know which direction? I don't. Unfortunately, no. Oh. Uh, the dwarfs. I'm sure if you can just look for wherever there's the nearest commotion. Dwarfs are common like that, aren't they? They're going to be a bit rowdy. Mm, okay. um, Fortunately enough, the, the, the uh, cultural physique keeps them out of my tent. Okay. Right. Um. Thank you very much. And You're welcome. Have a nice day. Yeah. Thank you. Um... I go over to Frostbite to gently pet him. Okay. And I guess... Zabby would know where their tent is, right, from this point? Yes, yeah, yeah, you know where the tent's up, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go over to find Estelle and Oi. Okay. I'm going towards where their tent is. Don't trust them, Theo. You are by the wagons. It's not too far away from the tents, about 15 feet or so. Mm-hmm. 
actually my last move before we left was to go and see Estelle to tell her what feels said. You make your way back over to the tents, and as you arrive back at the tents area, there Estelle and all we arrive as well. Um, I inform her of what Theo said and say, um, Estelle, possible, we're welcome to travel with him if we choose to do so, but he's leaving soon, so we better hurry up. We are leaving in an allotted time slot within the hour. I and go we have four more, four more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go pick up my stuff. I'm like, I'm going into the tent. I'm still listening to her. Yeah. I'm picking up my stuff at the same time. You know, I'm like, I'm not wanting to stay any longer than we have to. I want to go. We are going within the hour. In the hour, yeah. Mm, I would I would correct you and say we're going as soon as we possibly can. No, this is an allotted time slot. We need to leave when we are set to leave. Tell that to Theo. I will tell that to Theo. I will go to Theo. <laughs> Okay. Wait, did you... Wait, 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 wait. Dylan, did you get the armor? He already has it. Okay, cool. I'm going to Theo! <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> You're going to Theo? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> oh, we get your stuff, by the way. <laughs> you can get this stuff. No, she's already... She's, yeah, yeah. she's well ahead of you. She's... <laughs> uh, soon, as, soon as she gets back to Minus Turret, uh you can see there's an urgency because of your perception role. You can see that there's an urgency for her to get back to Minus Turret. Yeah. Uh, it's like something's on the forefront of her mind, but you're not sure where it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to Theo. Okay. Just take a look to find him. He's there, just making sure his horse is still in one piece. Uh, Theo? Good morning. Morning. Uh, we are slotted for a departure time slot within the hour. So we are leaving together. Can I ask why they um, got a slotted departure time? Uh, something about, like, due to orc sightings and stuff, um, they're keeping a tight schedule on how pe- people are leaving and entering this place. That, and therefore, we have to leave in that slot. It's so they know a, when we they, they arrive time, at the crossing. They could time the arrival, so they yes. could say, like, if they set off it... Yeah, they know if before. people are missing or not. I know or I overdue. Yeah, overdue or missing. And then they can send search parties and things like that, saying, oh, well, we were expecting six people that. and only three turned up. Oh, and this is the kicker part. We're having <laughs> four more people join us. Okay. It's not uncommon. That's, that's, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, Theo's not as boring. Yeah, it's like, occasionally you um, throw four soldiers on there as well who need rest and recuperation. Yeah, it's like, great. Means the it's thing not a is, shield for me. <laughs> the thing is that uh, I believe it is all people I just met <laughs> not too long ago who know Gideon very well. And okay. our colourful characters, <laughs> say the least. The very least. Enjoy, <laughs> Theo. And <laughs> Before you walk away, I will ask okay. you, was it within an hour or within the hour? Within. You got less than an hour. Less <laughs> yeah. than an hour. 
so within this hour, so we've got this. If, so, within yeah, this hour, fine, I'm yes. ready to go. I'm all good. Yeah, I just need to get my stuff, and then we can, uh, as I'm, long as everyone is here, we can leave. I also want to point out that Peter doesn't tell you this, but you'll notice it. He's not wearing any chain armor. He's wearing a, uh, an old Rohirian leather sturdy jacket thing. Very uh, beaten up. Yeah, very beaten up leather. Yeah, very beaten up. It looks like he's been very beaten up as well with his face and hair. <laughs> so, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> you've had a wash. Yeah, it doesn't oh, okay. sort out the hair. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't all look the amazing. All the cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you've had a wash, so you're not dirty. I'm not dirty. I didn't say I was dirty. No, but you implied it. I implied I was beaten up <laughs> with bruises. Well, bruises. Yeah, I when you say beaten up to me, I impl- like thought dirty and. Like all scruffy, the armor, I would say the armor's beaten up as well. Which, yeah, is no, dirty the, and the, yeah, the armor's the armor's taken, it's gone through. Well, I did clean it, it last night, so it's not as you did, yeah. So you're not dirty, no, you're just, no, no I'm not dirty. You're just looking a little rough, beaten up, that's it. yeah, very <laughs> rough. I said, <laughs> one question for you when, when uh, did you uh, get the armor from Dylan Trust? Yeah, he gave me a chain shirt. It's in the back of the wagon. I'm not too sure. Oh, um, he wouldn't. He, he suggested that might replace what I lost. Um, I'm not going to say anything. I'll just get what I lost prepared. How much is the cost to repair the armor that you lost? How much is the cost? Oh, you know, uh, anything between like ten to fifteen thousand gold. I see. That's equivalent to probably three streets of houses, if that bad. Well, that's equivalent of times three my 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 debt. Yeah. <laughs> just, just. It's a nice idea that you got me some armor. Great. Yeah. Um, it is just plain armor. I presume is what you said. Uh, I, burn, burn so I, just, I look over it and it's like just basic normal chain shirt. Mine was yep. basic normal yep. chain shirt. So there's a slight difference in quality. Um, yeah. but what I'm wearing now is probably the same armor type as what you just got. So. Oh, I see. Okay. As as a backup for a backup. Yeah. Okay. Considering what happened. Okay. I might change into it later when I stop again. I don't know. I might use it. Who knows? Alright. Um. But yes, I have received it. Okay. Zabby, you arrive at the, the campsite. This conversation's taken place. <laughs> uh, Zabby arrives. Frostbite. Nice. Hmm? Hello. <coughs> yes, hello. Hi. I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will keep saying that every time I'm mute from it, so. Yeah. Alright, okay. Um, yeah, so you are you arrive. But this conversation's taken place. Uh, Always in the tent, she's packing stuff, making sure everything's there and accounted for, nothing's been left behind. My, my, where's my, where's my stuff again? I don't think I left any, didn't I? You, they didn't really you leave an awful lot of stuff. You, you took away. You, you were with it. With you. Yeah, yeah, I took most of my stuff with me. Yeah, that's true. Most, of, most of the stuff is in the freaking ball, So. Yeah. yeah. Well, Every, no, everybody's like, stuff's in there. You would have had your equipment with you, Jade. Mm. If you were sleeping outside, you would definitely have had it with you. Yeah. Most likely, yeah, that's true. Yes, yes, I, yes. I was just wondering, that was all. Just yeah. 
It's fine. Just to remind uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Always, <laughs> always packed. She comes out the tent. She says, "Right, I'm ready." Oh, hi, Ollie. Yeah, and I've I've left the to to get my stuff. Okay. I come walking out of the tent with all of my stuff, and I spin my chakram on my hand on my hand before attaching it to my belt or to my side. Okay. Was that to prove something? No, just because I could. <laughs> Rolls a natural one, cuts all fingers off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Do it! Do that, it now! No! no, no, no yes! No, absolutely not. It's no. not an attack, it's fine. No, it's not an attack. It's not an attack, and plus it's the inside of the chakram, it's not sharp. Do it anyway. Oh, okay. Not an attack, it's fine. Um, yeah, you could just twirl your chakram around and then pin it to the side, just... Um, I, I go, okay, um, has anything strange happened? Where do you start? Define strange! Normal. Um, (laughs) well, dwarves? I, I can, individuals? Um, I don't know if they're still within my line of sight, but I can say to Zabby, well... Estelle the dwarves have disappeared. They've, they've actually disappeared. They've... Okay. Mm. Um, well, Estelle was talking with something that looked like it was either dwarves or children. And if it was children, then clearly um, men have let children onto the battlefield. Did they have beds? I don't know. Didn't see their faces. But some. W- would they still be? What? Mm. Dwarves, stubby. I finally grabbed my stuff. They'd be, they'd be stubby, yeah, but um, you're in a very busy war camp. Yeah, I will say to Dilichess, I mean, technically, look at me. Yeah, I, indistinguishable from a small child. Exactly. I'm more, I'm more, at least more appealing to look like a child than a freaking dwarf. Well, there could be some dwarves that could be mistaken for small children as well. Just like women, you are. What, like women dwarves? I don't think so. Possibly. Then again, probably didn't really someone. spend much time looking at them. Ask Estelle; mm. she was up close and personal with them. Um, always pleasant. Do stuff women dwarves have beards? I forget in this universe. Yeah, they do. Yeah, some some do. You should some do. Yes, it's it, it it's very they are usually very fainter in color, um, mm-hmm. um, and they are also uh, a lot more well groomed. Whereas a, a male one would let it grow out like massive. Yeah, mm-hmm. a female one would keep it trimmed. Yeah, um, and a lot shorter. Fair enough. Okay. Um, anything weird, Esther? Like. Dwarves or four individuals at least. Okay. Uh, possibly going to be our travelling companions up to the crossroads. Uh, four dwarves, colourful characters. Um, colourful uh, characters, really? I'm being polite about this thing. Anyway, um, we're supposed think- to be leaving within the hour, and they'll be travelling with us. Oh, I already know that. Oh, good. I don't have to explain it. Good. No, no, because I overheard it from the actual departure officer himself. Uh, Flix, I believe his name is. Good. 
cool. Great. Um, yeah, so he told me that they he he just recently had four people four additional people registered for the within the hour departure. Yes. Most likely the divorce. Anyway. Enjoy their company. Let's go to the wagon and get ready to leave. Can I can I proceed can I what what is Estelle's face like at the moment? Can I perceive that or something? I don't think it takes much in the uh, way of perception. But... No, it doesn't really need perception. It's kind of like <laughs> I don't know how to explain that face. I I look to Orway and go. Is she all right? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah we should. Uh, uh, we can we can talk on the journey. Fair enough. I'm still on frostbite, so I'm just paying on my head. It's kind of actually. It's kind of the face of like. What the, what the hell was this morning? <laughs> it's like every well, morning then. Nice <laughs> well, well, for me, I had a nice morning anyway. <laughs> uh, your wagon is uh, ready. It is. Um, Ready for the actual departure? You just make, take it to the main gate area and just say you have to like sign for departure <coughs> to say that you actually left mm-hmm. uh, Camp Aragon. They don't want to be accused of like losing uh, like uh, VIPs, yes. So they ask you to actually sign out of Camp Aragon. It's one yeah, of the requirements made by um, by the commanding officer uh, on duty. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, to prove that uh, no foul player came of you while in his custody, so to speak. Mm. Cool. Cute. So you make your way. I take it you all group. You all traveling together now, yes? Mm. Well, I guess yes. I would take while they were doing their conversation. I would have taken my horse to like the entrance point, waiting yep. for everyone with the. the wait for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can look over the paperwork if you want, Theo. You can see it's very routine. You're very familiar with it. It literally is exactly as I outlined it. Did sign in? I can't remember who ever signed in. You didn't sign in. No, you didn't sign in. But uh, when you... when I you think we were requested to sign in. No, we won't. But okay. nevertheless, well, we have to sign out anyway. So. Yeah, I, I sign out as um, as guest. Okay. As guest. Yeah, you, but you, when you arrived, you immediately were taken to the... <laughs> To the <laughs> commanding officer, and the commanding officer uh, was aware of your arrival and signed, yes. like, and, and okayed it anyway. Um, and okayed that arrival. Oh, yeah, 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 true, yeah, yeah, he would have Yeah, okay, I'll sign out. <laughs> so but you have to actually sign to say that you are really. It's, it's more like a formality to say you have um, used the services of Camp Aragon and now you've relinquished those services and their protection, and you are now travelling under your own steam and under your own advice. Back to where the hell you're going to. I sign and I wait for everyone. To you sign it. You it. sign it. Basically saying, yeah, you sign it to say that you are um, leaving Camp Aragon. It's it's just a journal. It's just a keep uh, tabs on movement of individuals and troops and such like that. Everybody else arrives at the gatehouse. Mhm. Mhm. Very familiar mm-hmm. gatehouse that you've seen several times over the last few days. Um, the departure officer. He uh, goes around you individually and asks you just to make your mark or sign your name just to say that you are departing Camp Aragon for the crossroads 
Um, this, is, this is Flex, isn't it? So. It is Flex, yes. He's just asking yeah. to. Can you just, can you just sign here, uh, yeah. please? Uh, he signs Zabi. Um, and can you sign as well, please? And he goes around you individually. Mm-hmm. And you all individually sign. All we uh, pick Just initials. Up. Pretty much, yeah. We, mm-hmm. How we wish to sign, just to say that you, that like, that this person did actually leave Camp Aragon on this date, kind of thing, at this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and if they went missing, then it's their own fault, kind of thing. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Behind you, you can hear the dwarves. So this is the first time I've seen them, technically. And they're coming up and say, "Right, right." Technically, the first time I've seen them. In as well, the face, but I have seen them from behind. In the scene, you can see four equally sized, uh, height-wise dwarves. Mm-hmm. The one, uh, the the kind of like walking side by side, uh, not entirely in two by two though. Okay. Uh, they're alongside each other. There is the one with a blue purple mohawk. The rest of his mm-hmm. head's bald. <laughs> He's got a black. Moustache and a short, short beard. He's got um, chest armor on, but his shoulders are uncovered. Across his shoulders, across the back of them, you can see there's been a tattoo of an eagle. Right. Spread out across his shoulders. You assume the rest of the bird, of if it is a bird, is tattooed onto his back underneath his body armor. Um, and he carries a huge battle axe. Some people are wondering what laws of physics he's managed to break in order to carry this battle axe slung over his shoulder. Um, okay. The person alongside him hmm. is what all we has referred to as the scout. He's got an eye patch. He's got mm-hmm. a bright red beret. Not a helmet, an actual beret. Um, he's got kind of like padded leather armor he's uh, noticeably though he's got like uh, knee pads um, almost in modern day equivalent dressed like an ice hockey goalkeeper okay <laughs> he's got a bow over his back a small quiver of arrows And mm-hmm. he is portraying himself as being the scout or the ranger or the tracker or well, the the anticipator of all disasters. Um, oh, that kind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he stood alongside him. Behind him, side by side again, mm-hmm. is the the elderly one with the very wavy curly white hair um, the long pointy nose beady little eyes and a very long whispery white beard he's not wearing any armour not any armour as such he is wearing somewhere between normal clothes and long robe like garments He's got a rope belt, and hanging from his rope belt, there is various bags of things. You're not sure what. Definitely a musky smell of some spices or herbs coming from him. How does 
frostbite react to that? Not so certain. Not so sure. He's also carrying with him in his left hand mm -hmm. very large soot covered recently been the fire kettle. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> if Sabby's in close proximity to me, I just kind of lean, uh, lean over to her and whisper, well, if that one's carrying a kettle, then we won't be going thirsty anytime soon, so that's a bonus. Yeah, hanging from his left-hand side, you can see there's an assortment of pans. Uh, I also smell at these dwarves. Just kind of like a nice... Mm, uh, frying pans, like, mm -hmm. you know, frying pans, omelette pans. You know, it's really certain what they are. But they're iron, they're black. They look heavy, they look ancient. Um, and the last dwarf, who seems to be turning his head left to right, ever alert, his eyes wide open, like oh, he's, no. he's, he's hooked on something. He's looking at Frostbite, isn't he? He's got his helmet. It's kind of lopsided. It did have two horns on it. Two short yeah, horns. Probably maybe ram horns or maybe deer horns or something like that. One of them's completely smashed off. Uh -huh. um, and he's got ginger hair. It's kind of straight, but it's kind of plattered into two small little pigtails that sprout out from the side of his head underneath his helmet. And he's got a medium-sized, heavy ginger beard. He's got a big, round, red nose. Um, and he's he's wearing a lot of dark browns and a lot of beiges, a lot of mm -hmm, chocolate mm -hmm. and coffee, caramel kind of colours. Um, yeah. And he is asking constantly, what happens if we get attacked by orcs? What happens if it's not an orc? It's a troll. Suppose we're camped out in the woods and we get surrounded by hundreds of wolves. What do we do? Okay. Kill every last one. <laughs> no! <laughs> he wants to know the ins and outs of every survivor that could possibly happen in a single night. Okay. <laughs> Oh, take the pointy end of the weapon, stick it in there. <laughs> that may work. Take the bottom of your feet and leg it like hell. Flix oh. comes over and he says, uh, Oh, you must be the four extras. Huh. Yay. Uh, one, of them, one of them says, uh, Aye, that'll be us. Uh, could you just sign here, please? You'll be travelling with uh, these fine folk and Flix gestures towards your wagon. I, I'm, like, petting Frostbite. Like, do you just calm him down a bit? The one at the back with the pigtails, paranoid to hell, wants to know who you are. Wants to know where you're going. Wants to know who you are, mm -hmm. where you're going, what your names are. And what are you doing here? And how long have you been here? How long will it take you to get back? Where are you going afterwards? You ask so many questions, don't you? <laughs> you know that's one of the reasons that you probably can get killed, right? The one with the big battle axe. Uh, warns you all first that he had a big breakfast. 
and you may want to be sitting up front. I haven't eaten anything yet, so... No, I'm staying in the... I've been staying <laughs> deep in the wagon, like, just... Where the, you know, my usual sitting place. Yeah, you're right at the corner, aren't you? With uh, my he, garden! He's, he's, he's warning you that he's had a very big breakfast and that you might not want to be sitting up front. Yeah, stay the F to the end! <laughs> well, no, they just need to be downwind. <laughs> well, it's either one or the other. It's either downwind or the front. End of well, no, if, even if you're at the front of the wagon, as long as he's downwind, then it's fine. He can be anywhere. The one with the, the eye patch uh, looks at your group, smiles, and he says, Good morning, miss. He turns to his friend, he says, It is a miss, isn't it? And the other one elbows him into the into the stomach and says, Yes. Says, oh, um, may got I that ask right. Who, um, may I ask towards who? T- just in generally to everybody. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? I'll just say out loud to our group. Uh, so, Estelle, you said this was the group that was with Gideon, was correct? Gideon's um, followers, or yeah. The guy with the the kettle steps up. He says, "Yes, we are." He's smiling. He says, "Ah, yes, we are Gideon's uh, traveling companions." Uh. Yeah, we've been on many adventures with Gideon over the last few years. Haven't we, boys? And then we all, all turn around and all start nodding, going, aye, aye. Like, the, the one with the battle axe has now picked up a stick or something like that, is now trying to poke something out of his teeth. Ew. <laughs> Can I ask you guys then why you didn't accompany him on his last journey? Ah, well, see. And this is the elderly one who's like, smells of of uh, spices and herbs. Teas, and yeah. He's sitting there with his kettle. While he's talking, he's like, he's making hand gestures with his ha- with his hands. He's still, he, he seems to have forgotten he's actually holding the kettle. There's water flying everywhere. Um, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I point at the kettle. I, he totally just doesn't even acknowledge it. He's like, he's in full swing now. He's like, uh, well, we didn't know he was going anywhere. See, he never told us, did he, lads? Oh, he never told me anything. He never tells us anything anymore. I think too many secrets. Yeah. Does he do that a lot? Never tell you where he's going? No, not normally. Normally he tells us exactly, doesn't he, lads? Oh, yeah, he tells us all the time. Just this once. He didn't tell us. So, that's what happens, see? If you don't tell anybody where you're going, you end up in the hospital. Okay, no worries. Anyway, uh, get ready because we need to go. Oh, okay, okay. Up, oh, lads, come on, we're going to be travelling with these good folk. The other one in the back is like, oh, are you certain? We don't know nothing about them. They could murder us in our sleep or something. You going to ask, ask them? I'm Theo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say, you're going to keep asking questions all day. Well, the, older, the eldest one comes over and he's like, he's smiling kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, creepy old man smile. He's still holding his kettle. It's now half empty. I said, uh, sitting, like, in close proximity to you, you now totally overwhelmed with the smell of uh, of curry and of spice. I'm not even sitting in the car. I'm sitting on frostbite. <laughs> it's just, just, it, it's just no unmistakable smell of this. <laughs> like, uh, oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm Potts. 
But the glad's all coming. They'll call me pots because I take care of the cooking. Not because you're potty. Over there's gloom. <laughs> he doesn't know what I just said. <laughs> no. Who's gloom? Gloom over there. You know the, the paranoid one. We call him doom oh, and gloom. We just call him gloom. Oh, Mr. Questions. That's Gloom over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. the Don't worry. You'll get used to him. Envisions every worst case scenario. I've oh, seen beautiful. Nice. <laughs> Come over once. here. Sit by me. I, I, it, it's just I said to him, I've actually seen worse than actually speak worse. That guy over there with a the battle axe, that's called axes. Not surprising. Yeah. Also simple. And him over there... With the berry on, he's our scout. He turns around, he's like, I am the sc I I see everything. We call him Peepers. What, because... The, uh, the one eye? Peepers. Yeah. He's Peepers, the one eye. He's got the one with the eye patch. <laughs> he's also got a bone arrow. <laughs> I doubt you could see as far as Peepers. He's got great depth perception. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> He's called Peepers. He's like, oh, you don't call Peepers, me. Well, the only thing he can see is undercurrents. Did I hear Estelle say that? Oh, this was muttered under my breath. Oh, God damn it, but yeah. The aisle? Yeah, if Zabby would have heard that. If you're near me, yeah. Yeah, probably am near you. Don't you really miss. Next to me, please cover all the seats so I don't have the dwarves near me. Potts is like, don't you worry, miss. We're used to roughing it. Aren't we, lads? Oh, we've roughed it. We've roughed it for the last. Uh, that sounds so wrong in so many levels. <laughs> well, let's just go. And I and I start walking with frostbite. So. Okay, the the, the the departure sergeant says, "Yeah, you can leave whenever you need to leave." Um, Thanks, you, Flix. You're cleared now. You've all signed. You can you can go. Just mind how you go. Um, Thanks, Flex. Keep a watch out for orcs. There's not too many at the moment. Our patrols went out earlier this morning and wiped a few out. Alright, will do. To which Gloom is now Orcs? They didn't say anything about Orcs. That's all part of the adventure now, isn't it? Axes, relax. It's just a few Orcs. Isn't it Gloom? <laughs> Who, who said that? Oh. Oh, Gloom's, the, Gloom's the one who's, who said, Orcs, Orcs, they didn't mention Orcs. Axe is the one who responded by saying, Relax, it's just a few Orcs. Okay. They might not even see them at all, so just hold, don't hold a breath. Okay, so you're all departing from Camp Aragon, yep? Yes. yes. Okay, one hour into the journey. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Well, I would ask, actually, because it'd be... Or we driving a car, uh, and I'm yes. on my horse, so I'm separate. Yeah, so I'm gonna go I on ahead and make how Gideon was doing, considering we're taking his fellow. Oh, uh, get, get, uh, is he alive? Is yeah, doing. he's live. He's talking. Okay. He just That's needs some rest. I'm good. He just needs some rest. Um, there's a couple of things he wanted to talk about. Uh, nothing, nothing important. Just needed to clear the air. Yep, no, that's fine. These dwarves have their own conversation in the back. Would you um, like a cup of tea? 
I'm, I'm going to scout up ahead. I would love a cup of tea, says Theo from the horse, a little bit further up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Whisper, um, mm-hmm. Sabi is going to go on ahead and actually scout forward ahead. Okay, all the dwarves for purposes are on the wagon. Yeah. Literally on the wagon. Yeah, Far I know, I know. me, Far away. <laughs> Well, That's fine. The right by <coughs> I'm also in the wagon with you, so I'm yeah, you're by me. With you. <laughs> uh, yeah, was it anybody want a cup of tea? It's Potts is like looking around. Is to... I feel like I should be doing very stuff. terribly looking for somewhere to actually boil his kettle, realizing that he's in a wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? You might find it funny, miss. But believe me, we've had to put up with it for the last five years. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, my father... Oh, no, here we go. I'm going to perceive from where I am. This is Because I can see for 3,000 feet. I'm still wearing the damn thing. (laughs) I I know, that's 3,000 perception. still normal. That's perception. can I do perception? For? Like, to see anything odd ahead or... Yeah, roll. Roll. Just do a normal uh, uh, so senses. senses. Perception senses, yeah. So you're listening Pico drops back to listen to the conversation of the doors. Okay. <laughs> um, Dylan Trass is listening intently to every single word. I am listening. Finds the entire just... thing fascinating. Um, <laughs> what was it? Senses, perception? Perception, yeah, senses. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, gosh. Because you're listening and looking. Trying to find where it is. Uh, Just use the category. Yeah. Category, so... Yeah, because you're not not looking for anything in... You're not looking for anything particular in, like, you're looking for a red shirt or anything like that. Not not that specific. Uh, You just... I'm looking for any enemies within 3,000 feet. You're just observing. It's just observing, so... Yeah, awareness. uh, Sense awareness. Awareness, awareness... We'll go back where we came from and looking where we're going to. Okay. Three thousand feet all the way around. <laughs> I watch from my. That's just this is range. You still roll. It's just a range extender. That's yeah. all. Yeah, I'll wait until. Nope, that's not great. Fifteen plus. No. Um. Unless you got a massive amount. Um, thirty-two. No, um, fifty-eight. It's a clear day. It's a clear day. It's not really hot. It's not as hot as it has been. It's starting to turn cold. Um, so basically, I'm off my game at the moment. Weather-wise, you predict it'll probably be stay dry for much of the day, most of the day. Mm. Um, the ground is quite <laughs> firm. It's not dragging on the cart an awful lot. So you are making good pace. That's about it. Okay, so. Mm. I rolled 95 total for awareness senses for anybody within 3,000 feet. Holy crap, woman! <laughs> 95. 95. Total. Oh, total. 95 total. That's, uh... You're making good time. Um, keep going like this. Um, you might need to stop off once for an overnight stay. Yeah. But, um... 
you don't perceive uh, any hostility from anyone in the wagon. Anyone in the proximity of the wagon or anyone within 3,000 feet of the wagon. Good. Mm. Hope it stays that way. All the way. Peepers is, uh, while you're all doing this, like, perception, looking around, being observant. Theo, you drop back to listen to this conversation, and Peepers is, uh, as Potts is looking around for somewhere to boil his kettle, realizing he's in a wooden wagon, and he doesn't have the opportunity to be able to boil his kettle, although he's still holding on to it. Uh, It looks like he's been holding on to it for, like, a long time. Uh... And uh, Axe explains that they've had to put up with this um, pots offering people cups of tea. And every time they run into somebody new, it seems to like increase in frequency. Um, when they run into new company, so it's something that they've they've getting used to. Um, Peepers knows exactly what the next conversation is going to be when he sees Potts looking around for somewhere to actually boil his kettle and Peepers uh, says uh, my dad was a swamp rat he could boil a kettle with two sticks of wood and an orc helmet and that's it that's all you get out of him. That's it. Just. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> what a great first hour! That's it. So riveting. I'm so moved. 